difficult masechet and a difficult time in history. So the masechet really uh, fulfills the rabbinical dictum of the fum sa'ara agra. The sa'ara over here was on two levels. Number one, the masechet is ani. This is one of the anis. Ruvin nida yivamot. Meaning it's, uh, it's hard to break the masechet. Even with the pictures... <laughs> Even to understand the picture sometimes, well, you don't even know what you're looking at. Then to apply the rules to each case, 105 pages. And the time that we learned it was difficult times. In and out of quarantine for many of our members. Uh, the struggle of trying to make a living during uh, COVID. The struggle of coming to the Bet Knesset. And, you know, uh, everybody has to pray where they're praying. And have to get classes on a Zoom. So the conditions uh, were not optimum like we're used to. So that added definitely to the koshi of the masechet. Uh, the masechet gave us a tremendous uh, hizuk, however. Like the dafayumi, as the members who are part of it know, the dafayumi is uh, <coughs> in synchronization with, with the day uh, that the daf is read. Somehow, very, very strong connections between what we learn and what's going on. And this Masechet uh, had one of the most greatest uh, synchronizations of a daf in a day than maybe in the history of daf Yomi, only because it's Eruvin. Eruvin, like every Masechet, has its digressions. But primarily in the 105 pages, it's stuck to, you know, Eruvin. I mean, we... we we welcomed when it digressed, but uh, for most of the time, you know, you're in Hatserot and you're in Mevuot and you're in Tehomin and that's it. You can't get out of it. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, on September 19th, right? September 19th was Rosh Hashanah, Davshin Pe Aleph. It was a Shabbat that day. And the members of the Daf Yomi opened Eruvin on that day of Rosh Hashanah. And sure enough, the Gemara says, Rosh Hashanah Shehaliyot B'Shabbat. And all of a sudden it starts giving you the halakhot of how to pray on Rosh Hashanah and you're reading it on that, on that day. Now, Rosh Hashanah does not Haliyot B'Shabbat every year. That happened this year. And Eruvin, to all of a sudden make a digression to Rosh Hashanah Shehaliyot has nothing to do with Eruvin. It was Mamash a tangent. That is an uh, indication. You know, on Rosh Hashanah, Everybody does simanim, the simana, right? The simana tava. So we take uh, an apple and we dip it in the sugar. We say, uh, you know, shana tovam tuka. Somehow eating a sweet apple, it makes like a poel uh, demyon, uh, that just like we're eating a sweet apple, we should have uh, a sweet year. And then we take rosh keves, near the rosh velo zanav. And then we take yerbu zechuyotenu, utla bebenu. Everybody... And all the foods that we eat, it's called lashon nofel al lashon. It's, uh, there's a connection between the item that we eat and the lashon that we have. <coughs> Therefore, somehow by doing it, it it's the simanat of that. Reason says you shouldn't get angry or sleep on Rosh Hashanah. The Yerushalmi says, you know, mande mande naim bereshata, you know, mande damich bereshata damich mazale. What does it mean you're not to sleep? On Rosh Hashanah, on that day, which is the blueprint of the coming year, so all the things that uh, are done 
uh, symbolic, but more than symbolic. They actually, they do something for the, for the optimism or the, the positivity of the coming year. So again, I don't, I don't minimize that remez. Uh, you know, a remez on any day is, is exciting, but a remez of siman tov on Rosh Hashanah where simanim are <coughs> significant. To open a Gemara and then read Rosh Hashanah Halei Shabbat, you can't get a better siman, and that siman is min shemayak That's not a siman that we could have prepared. That's Hashem in Sheshit Bereshit when He created the world. He knew from then that in the year Tavshin Pe'alev, the Dafiu means going to be on that page. So this was already preordained from Biriyat Olam when Adam Rishon was created on that Rosh Hashanah. What Yalam says is going to come a Rosh Hashanah in you know, 5,781 years where Klai says is going to need a, uh, a little chizuk. They're going to, need a, going to go through a rough, a rough uh, patch of time. And therefore, at least for the Hebrat, that for your meat learners, Bore Yalam said, right, let me give them a little uh, communication. There's not going to be prophets at that time. There's not going to even be Ruach HaKodesh at that time. We're only going to be able to see the world like we learned the other night through uh, the Torah Shabbat Peh. The Oraganuz is in Torah Shabbat Peh. So that was a great highlight for many of our members to see that Siman Tov on Rosh Hashanah Tavshim Pe'alim. That indicates to me that Bore Alam says it'll be a good year, Bezat Hashem. It'll, uh, it'll pass, and then from the Or, Vahi Ereb, will be Vahi Boker. I also uh, believe that if Bore Alam, and we know that's true, organizes everything and orchestrates everything, we had to be learning this Masechet, obviously, at this difficult time. On Yom Kippur, we, uh, we say the Vayavor 26 times. And the Ben Wari says that the sword of Vayavor is that we're making actually a mituk of the Hasadim and the Givurot. You know, we don't like to keep the Givurot unsweetened. If we're able to take the Hasadim and somehow mix them into the Givurot, so then already the Givurot are Nimtakim and they're minimized. Then we have what's called uh, you know, the Hasadim uh, overriding. How does that happen? So the Ben Wadi said that Chesed comes from the Shem Ayin Bet. Actually, Chesed is Gematria, Ayin Bet. Chesed is 72. Gibura, on the <coughs> other hand, which is the same Gematria as Yira, uh, Gibura is the Dinim. And Gibura is the numerical value of 216. And Rabbeinu Ari talks about the Mituk of Av and Rayu. Av is the Shem Chesed. And Rayu is 2.16, is the Gibura, Gibura, Gematria, 2.16. And that's why he says that when you say the Vayavor, the Vayavor, right in the middle of the Vayavor is the Ab. And on the outside of the Vayavor is the Vav, and the Yud, and the Resh. So Vayavor is actually a hybrid of Ab Rayu. And therefore, when you say the Vayavor 26 times on Yom Kippur, you're making... Uh, the mituk of the of, of the dinim. So that's great. And anytime you get to a vayavor, 
It's your lucky day. We do that on Mondays and Thursdays. Mituka Dinim are great in that Vayavod. But Rabbeinu, the Maaseh Rokeyah, says that that's actually the sod as well as the Masechet Eruvim. Because if you take the word Eruv, Eruv also is the same Otiyot as Vayavod. The Eruv, the first letter is an Ayin, and the last letter is a Bet. That's the Ab. And the middle letters of Eruv is Rayu. So there's an Ab Rayu in Eruv. So he says that when you learn Masichet Eruvin, every single daf in Eruvin, you're making mitu kadin. You're sweetening judgment. It's one long Vayavor. It's one long Eruvin. That's why it's in plural, because it's a long Eruv. It's a long Vayavor. Normally the Vayavor... One day on Yom Kippur here, it's 104 days of, you know, Eruv, 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 Eruv. So my theory is that it couldn't come at a better time when the world needs, you know, mituka dinim. When the dinim are very, uh, very manifest, whether it's the COVID or whether it's the elections or whether it's the uh, contested election or whether it's the, uh, the unrest that happens in our country at least. Unrest that really, uh, I'm not going to say unprecedented, because I don't believe anything is unprecedented, in Kul Hadash, but it seems uh, that this unrest hasn't happened. You know, all the, all the uh, Makot are meeting at the same time. Each one would be its own, uh, you know, history book. But there you have a pandemic hitting with an election, with a contested election, with uh, socialism coming. All these things are hitting. The, the trains all met at the station at the same time. It's amazing. Uh, in uh, meteorology, they call it the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you couldn't have a better time then to have mituka dinim. And the guys in the Dafa Yomi get together every day. And we think we're learning about how to makshir mavui. And how to makshir hatzer. And, you know... Uh, Tom Shabbat, things that most of us will never really fulfill, more or less, uh, you know, the halakha, Tom Shabbat, yeah, I'm sure it applies if you're in the mountains somewhere and you're out of the Tom. Okay, we don't really live in Hatserot so much. It's true, we have Hatserot, we build the Irumana homes. But even if it's not halakha la ma'aseh, there's uh, definitely mituka dinim that we did. The fact that we learned it at this time. We did a big service for Klai Yisrael. Uh, the, the, the fact that, we, and who knows, that's why Hashem probably brought this Masechet. Although logic said, what do you mean? He brought it because it's after Shabbat. And then it comes up. You're right, but in the, in the scheme of things, there's no coincidence. why Erubim was done during these times. So hopefully, uh, now that we made the, uh, the Mituk, kind of, yeah, we finished. What else says, okay, Imtaktim, finished. You did the uh, Imtaktim. But there's another inyan of uh, Erubim. So that's why we can go on to Pesachim. Pesachim is inyan of the Geulah. Okay, you made the Mituk, you subjugated all the uh, Giburot. Okay, now go prepare for the Geulah. Now go read Masechet Pesachim. It's also Erubim, Pesachim. It's uh, plural, two plural Masechet. Pesachim is Pesach Rishon, Pesach Sheni, but Erubim we're learning over here is Ani Verochev Al Hamor, the Pasuk says. Ani is Eruvin, Nida, and Yibamot, Berochev al Hamor. So the symbol they say is, Hamor is Melashon, also Hamur. Ani, these are the Hamur ones, these are the difficult Masikhtot. But who's the Rochev al Hamor? Mashiach. 
I say, when you learn these Masechtot, Ani Veruchim Al-Hamor, you can anticipate the Ruchim Al-Hamor. So we learned already the first one out of the three. So, who knows? Maybe that's the, uh, maybe that's, that's, that's what we needed over here. The Ani Veruchim Al-Hamor. Also, uh, if you look at the Berachot that we make uh, during Birkat Torah, Birkat Torah, the Beracha is Veha'arevna. Also, Melashon Eruvin. Eruvin, we're taking it out of its natural uh, explanation, obviously. And we're saying that there's variations on the word. It's the only beracha that you have, Legabea Berchata Mitzvah, where we pray, Shevehaarevna. Haarevna means just to make the Torah sweet. We don't say that by the mitzvah of tefillin. We don't say that by the mitzvah of sukkah, harevna. We want the Torah specifically that it should be sweet. If you look at the order of the berachot of berkat Torah, the order is uh, very, very important. The order is asher kedeshanu mevustav v'sivanu al devre Torah. That's the first berachah that we make. The second berachah is v'harevna, and then we talk about our children. And then we say, I mean, seemingly, the Beracha of Asher Baharbanu Venatanaro Torah should be first. And then, you know, Al Devre Torah, and then I guess Vaharevna. The order is, is, is uh, worth analyzing for a second. I saw once one of the, uh, the Mefarcheha Sidur explain it. Torah is not an easy subject. The Torah actually, like the Midrash Tanhumah says in Parashat Noah, Torah is, especially the Talmud, is a very difficult subject. It's actually the Midrash refers to it as Hoshech. Uh, very, very hard concepts, very hard uh, to fathom it, to understand it. And that's why when we got the Torah, we didn't, we didn't accept Torah Shabbat Peh, you know, as a Naseh Vinishma. We said, the Torah Shabbat you know, Humash Rashi and Sforno, we're in, but Yemara Rashi Tosfot, we didn't accept it, until, you know, Kimu Vikibilu. And the Midrash says in, in Parashat Noah, why? Because uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a rough study. It's a difficult uh, limud. However, anything that uh, we do with, with great toil, like anything that you put your mind to it, like the Gemara says in Berachot, Yagata o Matzata, there's a sweetness in, 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 in the book. There's definitely a sweetness. But it's covered with a lot of layers of unsweetened... Uh, unsweetened the material. Uh, but the Yigi'ah eventually uncovers the unsweetened part and all of a sudden you reach the uh, you reach the candy, which is a lot of people never allow themselves to get to the sweetened part because they don't study it correctly, so therefore they're always studying it and they only taste the unsweetened part, so therefore it becomes you know, a drudgery to them. And uh, they say, we don't, you know, we learn it because Hashem tells us to learn, but you know. Sweetness, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't I have nothing sweet about it. I, I learned it. Uh, it's exciting, but uh, 
happy to start a book, happy to finish a book, but uh, I don't know if I could say there was a sweetness to it. So that's what uh, the Midrash is saying. You have to be amel in the Torah, and then eventually that sweetness will come. As a matter of fact, the Berachot are very, very miduyak. Torah sometimes is called uh, arusa, sometimes it's called nisu'ah. Are we married to the Torah, nisu'in, or are we uh, engaged to the Torah? No. The jury is out on that question because you see different hazal. Uh, one hazal we learned in the end of Masechet Ta'anit. Uh, Hatunato is the marriage. Hatuna is Nisu'in. So it's a marriage, Matan Torah. At the other point, the Pasuk says, Morasha. Morasha Kilat Yaakov. Right? Atikre Morasha, Ella Meorasa. Meorasa, so we're engaged to it. To make up your mind, are we, are we married to the Torah? Are we uh, engaged to the Torah? The Gemara and Pesachim. Gemara Pesachim says that Halomed Torah Befne Amaares Ki Ilu Boel Arusato Befanav. That's a Gemara that we're going to have to, you know, explain when we get to it. Halomed Torah Befne Amaares. If a person learns Torah in front of an Amaares, it's like you're having relations with his arusa in front of him. That's a shocking gemara. So what does it mean that the Torah is an arusa and the Torah is nisu'ah? Make up your mind. Are we married to it or we are engaged to it? So the explanation is, like all rabbinical answers, it depends. It depends from what angle you're looking at it. When B'nai Israel got the Torah... At Har Sinai, Bore Olam married Kla Yisrael. It's a Nisuin. Legabe the Klal, it's Nisuin. Bore Olam made a general bond between us and him. Nisuin. However, Legabe each individual, it's considered an Arusa, which means you have to do something in order to be kones the arusa to the chupa, which means you need to to work, you need to do something. And arusa does not become a nisua by itself. You have to prepare. After wedding, you have you have a whole. So at the Matan Torah, Borei Olam says, Mitzidi, nisuin, finish, I'm happy to but legabe each individual, each individual is considered an arus to the Torah. And now, Borei Olam says, okay, bikones. How do you bikones? You to open up the book. You have to learn. And then you become each one individually. Borei Olam says, oh, you are kones to the chupa. That's why it says, halomed Torah b'fnei ama'ares. So it's kibu'el arusato, because he's an arus to the Torah as well. But you're being boil his arusa before he doesn't learn. So therefore, to him, the Torah remains an arusa because he didn't kones, he didn't. So when you're learning, you're taking his arusa that he could have taken also. Bifanab. And he says, look at you, you took, you took my item. 
But he's not interested in that item, obviously. So you see the Torah, it needs uh, work. It doesn't happen automatically. Oh, we're married to Hashem. Yeah, you're married to Hashem. Mitzido, you're married to Hashem, as a klal. But each individual is, um, has to work on himself in order to make that, that bond between us and the Torah. And they only do that through, through learning. So anything like that. But I say anything, any marriage needs, uh, needs work. You cannot uh, you know, neglect your shalom bayit, nor can you neglect your shalom bayit with the Torah. If you think that uh, shalom bayit with the Torah is just coming on some hot Torah and eating a few labas and dancing a few uh, waltzes with the Torah, and then you put it back in the hecha and say, okay, it's good some hot Torah this year, it's unbelievable. <laughs> That's like uh, you know, taking your wife out once a year, and then you neglect her 364 days a year. She's not going to, on the day that you take out dancing, she's going to say, I don't want to dance with you. You, you neglect me for three or four days. Now you take me out and you want to dance with me? So Shalom Bayit is not once, once a year. So we're really developing our relationship with Hashem when we study Torah. And it takes work to develop a relationship. But you can't just develop, you can't have a relationship for free. A relationship has to be worked on. So Moriah Olam says, listen, the Torah is Arusa. To be Kones and Arusa takes... Uh, in the olden days, it used to take 12 months before they would Kones Arusa. They have to prepare, build the house, you got to get the, the new dunya. She has to be begadim, takshitim, exactly, makeup. So therefore, the same thing with the learning. The learning, uh, can, you, you can remain distance from, uh, from, from the Torah. It takes the learning. The same thing that the Torah is, in one place is called, one place the Torah is called a, uh, an inheritance. Uh, in another place, the Torah is called a, a tzavah. What's the difference between a Yerusha and a tzavah? The Pasuk says, Torah, tzivah lano, Moshe. Tzivah is melashon tzavah. Morasha. So it's a tzavah, and it's a morasha, and it's a Yerusha. What's the difference between the two? The difference is that a Yerusha happens by itself. What does it mean happens by itself? Lo alenu, the father dies, the kid gets rich. Yerusha comes to him, memela, comes to him, but doing nothing. Yerusha is automatic, biological. You're the son of the father, the father passes, the money comes. But then there's what's called a tzaba'ah, which is done mehayim. What is a tzaba'ah mehayim? Where the father gifts the money to the child when he's still alive. And that takes place, you know, uh, when he dies, the money comes to him from before. It's called the Tzaba'a Mehaim. There's nafkaminot. Whether he receives it post or receives it in Tzaba'a. Now, wh- why would the Torah be... Which, 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 which is the Torah compared to? It's compared to both, it seems. The Tzaba'a and the Yerusha'a. The main difference between both of them is the Yoresh does nothing. But to gain a Tzava'ah Mechayim, you had to do something that the father favored you to do that to you. Why did he do that to this son and not that son? Tzava'ah Mechayim is only dumb because the father is reacting to something that the, the child did favorably and therefore he's saying, you know what, because she did so and so. Yerusha, the kid did nothing. The kid was just born. The father died. So again, it's the same haluk that we said. The gabe, the individual, 
לגבי דה כלל, זה ירושה. You're the son of Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, you're part of the family, it's Yerusha. But our job is to turn the Yerusha into a Tzava'ah. If it's a Tzava'ah, then already we earn uh, a certain benefit and a favor that the Torah will be given to us in a, in, as a Matana from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's, that's why they talk about Torah and Yir'ah have to go together. Because you want to you get the Tzava'ah Mechayim, you want to get a where, that's where, and that's where the sweetness comes from, by the way. The sweetness comes from, when you start learning Torah, it's very unsweet. It's very, 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 very dark. It's very, very uh, gloomy. But then, we start the Berkat Torah. Shir al Torah. The Torah is dry. But then after we struggle in the Devre Torah, and we start to uncover the layers, then Ma'arev now we start to feel. So you have to let it. Uh, if you think you're just going to open up a Gemara, that, and that's where the rabbis uh, uh, they mislead us to a certain degree when they come on and say, "You taste the sweetness of the Torah. There's nothing more sweet. You're unbelievable. You know, it's an addiction." And then the guy comes the next day to the Gemara class, and the guy says, "I didn't taste nothing." Marorze, I don't know one word the guy said. Sweetness is the furthest thing from sweetness. I, I enjoyed much better the Shabbat morning class. Rabbi gave parasha, derasha, understood it, sweet. That's misleading because it, it's true. They forgot to tell you, you know, the first parasha is Aldevre Torah. Aldevre Torah, it's raw. Aldevre Torah, it's unfinished yeah. and it's dry and it's, uh, you got to crack it. But you're praying that you want to turn the Arusa into a Nisu'ah. But to turn the Arusa into a Nisu'ah, or to turn the Yirusha into a Tzava'ah, you have to earn it. It takes work. It takes toil. Adam you can't. Yes. If you think you're going to enjoy this, so that's why some of the members, before they come to the Shi'ur, they look at the Daf before. Just so they can uncover one layer. It's one layer closer to the, to the Metikut. The more layers you're able to uncover, so you'll have three or four or five, ten guys sitting in the shi'ud. Each guy will feel a different flavor from it. One guy's coming out, oh, what is the sweetness? I enjoyed everything. Another guy comes out, okay, I got a different color. What's the explanation? It all depends on the preparation uh, that you go into the... Now, if a guy goes in cold, okay, so it's going to be very hard in one hour to really... You know, once in a while, there'll be a, pl- a place that is so sweet that it comes even on the surface that you're going to have to get it tasted. But the taste, every word it says is sweet. And the, by the way, when we say ba'arivna, it means every word. It doesn't mean that, uh, okay, this is a sweet page and then there's a dry page. Every page is sweet. Although we look at it as, there's a hard page, Hashem, we're out of the woods, let's go back to the easy part. But if we really had the, you know, the, our palate was, was, was working correctly, you'd say there's no evdel, there's no evdel between, you know, like we said the other night, between the levona and the halbena. The levona is sweet, the halbena is just as sweet. There's no difference. The same tikkun is made on both. But that really takes work. So therefore we say first, we have to go in to work. But the work will lead you to va'adevna. And there's another benefit of va'adevna. Because one of the best ways to teach your children uh, values and religion, obviously is by example that we know. But the best conduit to transfer transfer your values is that when the child sees that you're enjoying it. That's the whole key of, of Hinuch. Uh, 
you know, today in the religious world, they miss that element of, uh, you know, because enjoying is a, it's an irreligious word, you know. Enjoying means you might, might be happy. <laughs> yeah, you can't be happy. At least you can't show anybody that you're happy because that would go against the serious. We have to show everybody we're serious. Rabbi Miller, Allah Shalom, used to say when a guy would cross him in the street with a serious, you know, religious, pious face, he said, uh, you know, first of all, he would tell him, you know, your face is in the Rishut Tarabim. This, this is, belongs to the Rishut Tarabim. So this is a board of Rishut Tarabim over here. This is a, such a puss on your face over there. You're a mazik, you're a mazik. I'm walking in the Rishut Tarabim, now your face belongs to the Rishut Tarabim. So to walk around with a sad face like that, you mazik me. What, what? I was in a good mood. I look at you, I see the guy walk around like that. He says, you're me over there. So, um, yeah, he says, what, 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 what? just because you're pondering God in your brain, why, does, why, do I, why should I be deprived from uh, Shalom Aleichem? Why should I be deprived from Shalom Aleichem? Uh, you know, because you're in the high Madriga, thinking of the Olamot. Therefore what? Therefore I should, uh, I should, be, uh, I should be ignored? Therefore what? I'm not, I don't exist? The Selim Elohim, you walk right by it? So again, so therefore, you know, uh, 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 the best way to, to bring religion to our children is that they see that, that their father... And their mother enjoys what they're doing. That's not a, it's not a burden. It's very light, actually. They look forward to it. You have to develop that. That cannot be fooled, by the way. The children know also, I guess, when we're enjoying it and when it's a burden. So, since our nation is built on Torah, without Torah, there's no nation, as we know. Chesed, goyim have chesed. Tefillah, the goyim have houses of worship. Torah is exclusively... Jewish. So therefore, not only the world would exist, but for sure, Israel would not exist. And Hanukkah, they went after the Torah, and Ramban says they came uh, this close to losing Klai Israel. You know, the Mityavinim were 99% of the population. He says if it wasn't for a small group of the Hasmonaim and the little family of Matityahu, Kimat Kat, a little more and finished. It would have been uh, the point of no return. Why? They didn't kill any Jews. Well, they didn't kill too many Jews. But they just took away the Torah from Klai. So they shut the lights. When you shut the lights, Hoshech, that's Malchut Yavan. Galut Yavan. Hoshech al So anyway, very important that we feel that sweetness. Not only for ourselves. But if we feel the sweetness, then the children will already want to be part of this uh, program of learning. So that's why we say, Then already we, you're not going to get to say, if, if, if it just ends at, the kids don't want to be part of uh, unsweetened, uh, you know, uh, candy. Mother said, I got a great candy, it's organic, there's no sugar, no nothing in it. Give it to the glee. What do you give it to me for? I don't know, just candy. I want more sugar. Exactly. So now, if the, the father comes home and says, Oh, it's so difficult, so difficult, so hard, or, oh, I'm learning, I don't understand anything. The kid says, Okay, great. I feel the same way. Once I graduate, I'll see you later. I'm not joining this over here. But, no, but the point is, the point is, it's not easy to feel the sweetness, even for an adult. To feel that sweetness, 
it, it's work to feel it. It's not, a, it's not something easy. So therefore, we say, Al-Dabriya Torah, number one, give us the staying power to, to go through the tunnel when it's still dark. Most people, once it's dark, they say, oh, that's it. I'm out, I'm interested. Saturday morning, I'll join you. It's easy stories. You give us that short. I could follow A, B, C, D, E. I don't have to read Aramaic. I don't have to, you know, it's much easier. Obviously, we know that already. Even the daf is sweet, Rabbi, with the rabbi. Ah, that's... Uh, Make everything sweet. We don't have to work too hard. <laughs> but the we point is, so good. <laughs> that, that, well, at least, I hope so. But that'll be uh, the benefit for our children. Because when the, the parents come home, and they're happy about their learning, and they're enjoying it, and especially when you're in a good haburah. Haburah does a lot. Instead of learning alone in your basement, or learning alone, you come in, you're part of a group. No matter how you're part of a group, either virtual or what, but you're part of something that, that adds to the excitement. That's why we call it, you know, Masechet Eruvin. Ironically, the most difficult Masechet is called Eruvin Milashon Va'arev, sweetness. That they're telling you that even in this difficult Masechet, as difficult as it is, that's the most sweet of the Masechet. Because the more difficult it is, that means the candy at the bottom is much more. And that's why, you know, the great, uh, you know, as some of the, the guys who did this Masechet lot, they say, oh, we love Eruvin. We love, I also love it. We love Eruvin. Great. The cases, they do, the, the, the examples, the rules. The, <coughs> they get a big enjoyment out of it because they're already starting to feel it. So therefore... The second beracha is that after we zochet to al devre Torah, which is bebechinat irusin. You know, irusin. You're still uh, dating. You didn't get to the yehud yet. Then we pray va'arevna. Va'arevna. We should take the sweetness. Once you get the sweetness, then you're already insured. And then now we can talk about the wedding. Asher baharbanu mikol amim. He chose us, when, when God chose us, it was already in the suin. But we have to get to that madrega of, of the suin through, through Amirut Petura. And, and by the way, the suin is not a drudgery. The suin is the happiest day. It's a very happy day. Problem is, uh, imagine a guy comes to the wedding and he's not happy. So what's going on over here? Something's wrong over here. This is a hatunato. This is a, the wedding. So therefore, my advice to our members, uh, as we now start... Uh, for, for your own sake, for your own uh, uh, benefit, <clears throat> we, everybody should want to have a better experience uh, than they had. The experience, Baruch Hashem, we're not complaining, it's a great experience. We do enjoy it, we are happy about our learning. We are happy in general. It's not a bad thing. But to get your experience a little better, it might be a good idea uh, to take a preview of the of the daf. Mark my words, even a small preview. Hakam Abraham Raful, Shalom, we used to learn with him in the cave many years ago. Abraham was uh, very fast. His brain was very quick. So we used to sit with him and talk and learning. He was very, very, very sharp. So he gave us advice once. He said, we were learning Baba Kama, the seventh pedic, it's a hard pedic, Miruba. He said, and we were green. We, we didn't know how to learn in those days. We were, we just came, uh, graduated high school, went to Israel for a few years, came back. You know, we're getting our grip on it. So he says, open the Gemara. Where are you learning? Gazal Se'ah, Tahana Va'afa'ah. En Zemivarech Ela Mena'etz. 
Shneemar Ubotzei Abirach Neetz Hashem. That was the sugya we were doing. He says, no, 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 don't do anything. Just read it. Just read it. Read from two dots to two dots. But we don't just read it. Just read it. Just read it. Just read, 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 read it. You'll see the second time when you start to learn it, something changed. Because you saw at least, okay, what's going on? There's a bright there. There's an etive somewhere. There's a metive. There's an itmar. There's a mahloka. At least you understand the words a little. Now go back. And I can't tell you that advice that he gave us at the time. I was learning with my Hamlutai, Robert Rosenblatt at the time. He just said, read two dots to two dots. Without Nashi, without uh, any, just read the words. Girsa, Girsa, Nafshi, Lita'aba. That the Gemara says, Ligros Inish, Ulbatar, Lisbar. Ligros Inish, let a person be Gores first, Ulbatar, Lisbar. And then let him, but he, he took that very literally. We always learned, Learn it, you know, superficially, and then lizbar, and put some sevara into it. But he says, no, no, no. Ligras means gores, gores, gores. Read, 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 read. So even that would change your experience dramatically. That doesn't take too much time, just to you know, to gun down a gemaraz lashon. At least the next day, you you it, it doesn't put you, you know, a few few feet. It puts you miles ahead. You can be surprised. Any little extra. Preparation, like in anything, by the way. Uh, gentlemen, you're a businessman. Uh, I'm sure when, before you go into a meeting, you have to prepare preparation. You prepare your notes, you prepare what you're going to say. If he says this, I have to answer that. You prepare. That's, uh, so why, why shouldn't this, uh, which we spend so many hours doing, why should it be that only the rab has to prepare? And then the student, which is fine. That doesn't make it harder for me. But the student comes in and receives it uh, as a gift every single day. Notena Torah, Matana. And in a nice box with a bow on top. So, of course, the student enjoys it. But the student doesn't realize how much more he would be able to enjoy it. Same story, not learning any deeper, same level. But you say, wow, it's a different daf. Look at this over here. I knew it. And then so you start, you'll start to have questions because already you already moved one layer. You move the layer, so now already you're starting on level two. And some people, they read the Rashis before. They're already coming in level four. So you already see it in a, in a different level. And you start to feel, the, that's the goal. The goal is to get Ba'arevna. Again, Melashon Avrayu, which we did, and Melashon Eruvin Ba'arev, to make sweet. Then we, have to, we, have to learn, we have to learn the lessons. Now that we're starting Pesachim, it's a beautiful Masechet. Uh, I don't remember too much of it, but I know, I know we, we learned it. Uh, I learned it a few times. Uh, not only the 10th Perik, which is the famous Perik that we learned with the Chambaruch and Megen David, that's, that's a standalone Perik, but <clears throat> the, the laws of Pesach Rishon, but more importantly, the laws of Pesach Sheni, which that's where the, that's where the difficult part of the Masechet is. Zevachim Minachot, you don't have to wait to Zevachim. All of Zevachim is a Masechet Pesachim. You know, you say, okay, wait, wait till we get to Zevachim. You're going to get to it. You're going to get to it very, very fast. And all of a sudden, you're going to find yourself in the Vetra. And I said on Shabbat, and I'll conclude, who knows, maybe we're learning Pesachim because you're going to need to know it. Halakha Maaseh. Maybe this year, like the Atav Sufet said, Mashpot Yerim Ibyon. So, listen, Masechet Pesachim, till now, six Pesachim, you say, Ilkhetal al Go check the Rabbam, what he says. There's no Shohan Aruch on it. 
But uh, who knows? Maybe Borei Olam says, "Okay, you made the mituk adinim now for Eruvin. Now go learn Hilchot Korban Pesach." They claim that we're going to finish it a few days before Pesach, just in time. Vayisayet Chemal can finish Arim. We'll get to Yerushalayim. We'll have our uh, our daf for us, and we'll be able to uh, bring the Korban Pesach. Vesham Nochal Benazavachim Umer Pesachim Asher Yagia Damam Alkir Mizbahak. We'll be able to eat uh, in that place. The will have, like we say at the end, Baruch Hashem, Amen.